0: As we remain standing before the Lord, we'll turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. My Father, we are grateful to you. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace, anointing in this place. That your name will be glorified. The word will be effective in the lives of God's people. We claim victory in the house. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. We've been been continuing with the theme. You got help? And we've been speaking about how the Holy Spirit has been granted to us as our helper. And as we abide in him and his word abide in us, we become people who are fruitful. And we've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Last week we talked about love. We talked that, we said that there was three of threes. Number one, we said grace of emotion. Number two, grace of relation. Number three, grace of attitude. And we are looking into the grace of emotion, love, joy, peace. We already discussed love. We said that the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God wants us to experience that love, express that love, and exhibit that love. Praise God. Love upwards and love sideways all around us. That's what we talked about. But we said, as Paul says, That love should have discerning. Praise God. We need to be in a place where we can discern. And discerning should be in a loving way, loving discernment. Shall we move on? When we look into the fruit of the Spirit, it's just more than character trait. Yes, God wants all of us to bear the fruit of the Spirit. It's not just simply for our personal need or use or exhibition but when you take into consideration what Paul has been writing to Galatians you realize that it is also in relation to the community to the church this is how Paul puts it in 515 if you keep on biting and devouring each other watch out or you will be destroyed by each other it's amazing that he's writing to the church. is writing to the body of Christ. Because what was exhibited there was. That there was biting and devouring each other. And he calls out and he says. Listen there is a danger that you're going to do what? You're going to destroy each other. Rather than producing. The works of the flesh. You and I we ought to yield ourselves. To the spirit of God. And produce the fruit of the spirit. Praise God. So after love he brings in joy. Well we all are used to. Are we used to joy? Well we have people here called joy right? Know of any joy here? Yes? Yes. While we are used to joy we are used to happiness. Quite often, we tend to hover around happiness. Happiness is based on the happenings around us. It's based on the circumstances around us. It's based on the mood around us. It's based on the environment around us. It's based on the event around us. It's based on the celebration that goes on around us. But joy, praise God. Joy is an inner fountain whose source is the very assurance and faith that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. Human beings in general seek to be happy. They are concerned and they work out things in their lives, events in their lives. They buy things to make them happy. They want to be happy. There is nothing wrong in being happy. Praise God. But What God wants us to experience in our life is joy. And the word that is used for joy is terror. The experience of gladness, joy. Praise God. Joy is not something we seek, but we experience. Experience of gladness that we have in our lives because it is hinged. It's based on our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, praise God. When God is the source of our joy, regardless of what happens around us, we are not seeking joy from our outward circumstances, but rather our joy is connected directly to the Lord who rules and reigns in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody once said like this, Joy is the flag that flutters on the castle of our mind. And it shows that the king is in residence today. Praise God. Joy is the flag that flutters on the castle of our mind, of our heart, which reveals to the world that the king is in residence today. Praise God. Each day brings new challenges. Each day can put gloom upon our lives. The circumstances around us can be overbearing at times. But the residence of the king, the rule and the reign of the king, deep down within us, Praise God. It is revealed. It is exhibited through the exhibition of joy that emits from within. Praise God. You know, the psalmist goes like this in Psalm 4-7. He says, you have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and their wine Abound, praise God, amen. In other words, praise God. The joy that God puts in our heart is not connected to the material abundance that we have in our lives. So the psalmist is saying, you have put more joy in my heart. More than what they, when they have an abundance of harvest, an abundance of wine. It's more because you are the source of it and you have put that joy in my heart. The psalmist says, the joy of the Lord is our praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why do you think that people like Paul and Silas in the Philippine prison could pray and sing hymns to God at midnight even when they were beaten up badly when they were bound and they were shackled this was nothing but an expression of joy even in the worst of circumstances praise God hallelujah there has to be an individual and a community expression of this fruit of the spirit Joy in our lives, as Paul puts it, as he writes to the Ephesians, he says in five nineteen and twenty, speak to one other, one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and mu- make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord. Jesus Christ, an expression of joy regardless of our circumstances. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where does it derive from? It derives from the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. That our future is secure with him. That our hope is in the Lord Jesus. That our future, our life is secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. Regardless of what goes around us, joy continues to emit from the depth of our hearts. Praise God. Amen. Peter puts it like this in First Peter chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even though you have not seen him, you love him. Praise God. You know, Jesus once told one of his disciples, praise God, because you have seen me, you, you because you have seen me, you believe me. But blessed are those who, what? Yes. Praise God. Here Peter is saying, listen, even though you have not seen him, You love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are what? Filled with inexpressible joy. Inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the goal of your salvation. Praise God. Receiving the goal of your faith, which is what? The salvation of your souls. Praise God. Amen inexpressible glorious joy praise God when you love him when you believe in him and when you realize what he has done for you and when you realize the goal of your goal of your faith the salvation of your soul that you are experiencing every day of your life it brings forth an inexpressible glorious joy amen praise god have you seen i know someone Who is constantly confined to a wheelchair. Praise God. But the joy that emits from this person's faith. Is unbelievable. You call her. When you are over the phone. The joy that is transmitted through the airwaves. Into your ears. Praise God. You look at the face. The radiance that is expressed. The radiance that emits. Praise God, which shows there is a joy. It's not based on what's going on the exterior, but it is based on the relationship with Jesus who rules and reigns within and the spirit of the, of the fruit of the spirit that is expressed in joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Yes, the Christian joy is dependent it's not dependent on earthly circumstances, but on the risen, exalted Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So regardless of what season that we can go through in our lives, praise God. Our, the joy that we have is not based on what is going around about us, but it is upon, based on the risen and exalted Lord Jesus Christ, praise God. Peter writing says, regardless of what kind of trials you are going through, praise God, the trials should only take you deeper and deeper in your love and affection with the Lord Jesus Christ and that in return, it produces a joy, praise God, that is incompatible, praise God. Paul moves on to say, it's not just Love, joy. He says, What? Peace. Praise God. Peace. We all hear the term peace, peace, peace all the time. And this is what God's word says. If we have to experience true peace in our lives, number one, we have to experience the peace with God. When we have peace with God, we can experience the pre peace of God for he is the God of peace and he is the Lord of peace praise God peace is internal based on our relationship with God those who have peace with God can experience the peace of God Praise God. External peace is based on our ability to make peace with people around us. But if when we experience peace with God. We are able to experience the peace of God. And that should usher us into making peace with people around us. This is how Paul puts it in Romans 5.1. And we all know this. Therefore being justified by, by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Yes, if you have made peace with God, you can experience the peace of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isn't that a great miracle that we have experienced in our lives? Because the scripture says, once we were in enmity with God, we have been turned from foes to friend, from slaves to sin, to sons and daughters of God. It is the miracle of grace that we experienced when we had made peace with God through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, but that's not enough. Every day of our lives, we are called to experience peace that transcends all understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. Paul writing to Philippians, he says, he may puts in three things there. He says, number one, he says, pray. Do not be anxious about anything. Focus on him. Dwell on things that are noble. Praise God. The peace that transcends all understanding. Will guard your hearts and your mind in the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. We who have experienced the peace of God are called to become what? Called to become peacemakers. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being a peacemaker doesn't mean that we walk around with a symbol of peace. That we speak against war. That we speak against conflict. But praise God, how do we really become peacemakers? How do you really become peacemakers? How can you become a real peacemaker? Yes, church? Hmm? Okay, yes, spread the gospel of peace, peace. praise God. Yes, God wants us to be peacemakers and the first peacemaking activity that you and I can get involved is introducing people to the prince of peace, praise God. When you and I introduce people to the Prince of Peace, they can experience peace with God and the peace of God, and they can exhibit that peace, praise God, to the people around us. Not talking about people who just simply try to look poised and peaceful, praise God. Yes, but rather people who experience the peace. And make peace with people around us. Praise God. You know, there is a paradox of the world peace. If you go to Washington, you will see lots of monuments that are dedicated to peace. Do you know when those monuments are built? Hmm? After every war, they make a monument in the name of peace. Praise God. Why doesn't the last monument remind them that there is no need for conflict anymore? Because those peas are man-made peace, which do not last. Praise God. Unless the prince of peace rule and reign in our lives. Praise God. Unless we are made peace with him, we cannot experience his peace. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, the peace, the fruit of peace, of the spirit, peace, it has to be, praise God, exhibited in our community, in our churches, in dealing with people around us, praise God. The peace that the Holy Spirit brings, it's a special kind of peace, praise God. It means that it does not what? It does not what? It does not mean that there is lack, of conflict around us even when there is conflict brewing all around us the peace that God gives the peace that Holy Spirit gives is one that you can rely that you can bank on and continue to experience in your life study what Jesus said about the peace that he gave his disciples this is what Jesus said Praise God. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. There will be outward conflicts. Praise God. But the inner peace that the Holy Spirit does give. Praise God. Can exist in the midst of outward conflict conflicts. Praise God. This peace flows from our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is that? That God is in control of our lives and he can handle all the issues of our life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, we are people who have experienced this peace and we need to not only experience this peace but introduce the giver of this peace. Amen. Moving on. Paul talks about the next grace. Which is a grace of relationship. It is in regards. He says love. Joy. Peace. And then what? Long suffering or patience. Well. There is a natural kind of patience. That comes about. Praise God. A natural kind of patience. That comes about with experience. You look at elderly people, not all of them, but some of them, they tend to exhibit patience that you cannot see in young people, praise God. That's because they have gone through seasons in their lives. And the seasons that they have gone through in their lives have seasoned them and have taught them that for some things in life, they simply ought to wait and be patient. Praise God. The peace that Paul talks about here, the fruit of the Spirit Patience is not talking about that kind of patience that we exhibit and that we have learned to live because of the experience that we have in this world. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we are talking about patience as a product of maturing faith and comes with walking close with the Lord Jesus Praise God. Patience that comes as, praise God, as you continue to walk with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. When you talk about patience, you understand as Paul writes, patience in regards to dealing with people and patience in regards to dealing with circumstances. And in Greek, there is two different words used for this. Patience in dealing with people and patience in dealing with circumstances. Praise God. How many of you guys would like to have patience? We find a lot of patience all over the place. If you want to see patience, where do you have to go? Huh? You go to hospital, you will find a lot of patience. Patience. But to find patience, it's not easy. One man prayed to the Lord. Lord, grant me patience and grant me right now. Well, it doesn't work like that, does it? No. See, there are two words that are given in Greek, and I want to call this out. One, patience in respect with persons. And that's what Paul is referring to, referring to when he says patience as the fruit of the spirit. Because we said we're talking about dealing with the community, dealing with people, dealing with the with with, with the folks around us. The need to exhibit patience. Macrotomia. Macrotomia means patience in respect to persons. Praise God. And there is another kind of patience that the Bible talks about. It's known as the euphemon, meaning patience in putting up with circumstances. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. We ought to become people who are patience with people and patience with the circumstances around us. Praise God. When the euphemon is tested... What is produced is our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ becomes stronger. But when the macrotumia, the patience with people are tested over and over again, we continue to bear the fruit of the Spirit, patience. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm. A young man had applied for... To go as a missionary to India. And he had applied. This is, this is something that really happened. In the 19th century. He had applied to the London Mission Society. To go as a missionary to India. And the London Mission Society. They. Commissioned a man called Mr. Wicks. To interview this man. And send his recommendation to the London Mission Society. So this Mr. Wicks, he sent a letter to this young man who wanted to go as a missionary to India, asked him to come at 6 a.m. in the morning to the office of London Mission Society. This young man got up early in the morning and he walked for hours and reached the office at 6 a.m. in the morning. And he waited and he waited. And he waited, and he waited. After it was mid-morning, Mr. Wicks showed up very coldly as if nothing happened. He walked into the office and without any apology, asked the young man, Are you the young man who is applying to be a missionary to India? He said, Yes, sir. Well, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? He said, Yes, sir. Are you educated? He said, yes sir, somewhat of education. Well, that's good. Now I want to know. I'm going to examine you to see if you are fit. Let's start, he said. He said, spell. I want to know. Can you spell cat? The young man looked at him after waiting for hours patiently in that office. Part of his emotion raged within him. There was indignation building up within him. But on the other side, there was submission. He slowly looked at at Mr. Wicks and he said, C-A-T, cat. Well, that's good. So you know how to spell cat. Well, how about dog? Can you spell dog? Young man looked at him and spelled D-O-G. Oh, good. So you know how to spell cat and dog, don't you? That's good. Well, let me see if you know any mathematics. Let's see. Well, two times two. The young man looked at him and says, what does this got to do with mission to India? That's something that he said in his heart. Looked at him, stared at the man, and he said, for sir? Well, Mr. Vicks looked at him and said, the interview is over. You may Go. Mr. Wicks wrote a letter to the board the London Mission Society and he said I have interviewed this young man who wants to be a missionary to India I have tested him and I know that he has no issue with self-denial he came, got up early in the morning disciplined, came to the office at 6 in the morning I know that he's very patient because he waited four hours for me without complaining. Even when I insulted his intelligence, he was able to manage his temper and he was submissive. I recommend him wholeheartedly to be a missionary to India. Folks, how often you and I are being tested without our knowledge. Praise God. How often... You and I forfeit the blessing and the grace that should have come our way. Because when we were tested in the realms of self-denial, in the realms of temper, when it seemed that someone was insulting our intelligence, praise God. Euphemone, patience in circumstances even when we don't understand praise God hallelujah we want to experience everything that God has for us and if it calls that we ought to wait praise God what is our demeanor praise God how is our disposition when he tests us on you for praise God hallelujah praise God somebody once said patience is the pearl that you find in the ocean of experience praise God macrotomia praise God patience in the realms of people You and I are constantly dealing with people within the church, outside of the church. Sometimes it seems that some people are gifted in the gift of aggravating others. Have you seen such people? It seems that they are gifted. You know, they have this gift of aggravating people. They can aggravate people very easily. And sometimes they might be all around you. Praise God. Little do we know that at times we are being tested. Praise God. Macrotomia, Praise God. In our ministry, regardless of what kind of ministry you're doing, whether it's teaching, preaching, Sunday school or youth ministry, we are constantly dealing with people. And at times we are called to be patient and we with our own efforts and our ability, we are not able. But when we yield ourselves to Him, when we abide in Him and His words, abide in us, uh, yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, we are able to produce that fruit of Praise God. There is an old Jewish tale like this that goes on. That Abraham was sitting outside the tent one day. And an old elderly man was traveling and he was passing through his tent. As he was passing by his tent, Abraham, as he was known for hospitality, called the man, called him into the tent. Gave him everything that he needed. He put a spread before him. And as this man was a very elderly man. Was ready to eat. He just grabbed. Put his hands into the food. And he started eating. And Abraham asked him. Don't you give thanks? The elderly man said. I only believe in the fire God. I worship him. I don't believe in no other God. Abraham took him by the shoulder and pushed him out. Where is this written, guys? Where is it written? Hello? Where is it written? Where is it? Huh? In the Bible. I thought so. That's what I was testing. I said, it's an old Jewish tale. It's an old Jewish tale. I want you to listen. I just want to make sure that you don't go home and look for that story in the Bible. It says, what Bible is pastor reading? He threw him out. And that night God spoke to him. God called him out, friend. What happened to that old elderly man? Abraham said, Lord. He believes in the fire God. He worships the fire God. I threw him out. God said, Abraham, I have bore him for 80 long years. Even when he disgraced me, could you not bear him one night? Makrotomia. Praise God. Patience. Not easy to come. Not easy to come for the preacher. Or those who hear him. Praise God. But when we yield ourselves. To his power. To his spirit. We are able to produce that fruit. Patience. Praise God. James has a lot to say about patience. How we can achieve that. Shall we look to the Lord. And ask Lord. Lord. Make us people who produce the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience. Praise God. All eyes closed. Are you patient with your spouse? Are you patient with your children? Are you patient With your fellow believers. Are you patient. With your co-workers. Praise God. Has God been. Long suffering. Towards you. If so. How much more. Towards each other. Patience. Macrotomia. Patience. In circumstances that are adverse in our lives, when things go against us, when circumstances are brewing against our plans and our purpose, God grant us grace that we be patient and wait for the timing of God. Praise God, hallelujah. What is our guarantee, our trust? Is in the Lord. That he is in control. He is in control. That he is able to rule. And overrule. He's in charge. Praise God. Even when things. Seems to fall. Apart around us. Even when the dreams. Seems to be shattered. God is in control. But God. Grant us that grace that we may be patient with people and with circumstances. Father, we yield our lives to you this morning. Lord, we do confess and acknowledge that we have not yet arrived. But we thank you because we are under construction. And we pray that your spirit will constantly work within us as we yield ourselves, submit ourselves completely to the reign and the rule of your spirit that we may produce the Christian virtues that God has called us out to be. Grant us grace to do so, Father. Thank you, Father, for ministering to us. We yield our lives to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said...